The Bible Study Podcast, episode 339. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of John with chapter 13. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. Last week, we started looking at the Last Supper and what John had to say about it. And the first thing that Jesus did in that event was washing the disciples' feet. And we continue on with two different stories, one about his betrayal and one about Peter's denial. John 13, verse 18. I am not referring to all of you. I know those I have chosen, but this is to fulfill the passage of Scripture. He who shared my bread has turned against me. I am telling you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe that I am who I am. Very truly, I tell you, whoever accepts anyone I send accepts me, and whoever accepts me accepts the one who sent me. After he had said this, Jesus was troubled in spirit and testified, Very truly, I tell you, one of you is going to betray me. His disciples stared at one another at a loss to know which of them he meant. One of them, the disciple whom Jesus loved, was reclining next to him. Simon Peter motioned to this disciple and said, Ask him which one he means. Leaning back against Jesus, he asked him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, It is the one to whom I will give this piece of bread when I have dipped it in the dish. Then dipping the piece of bread, he gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. As soon as Judas took the bread, Satan entered into him. So Jesus told him, What you are about to do, do quickly. But no one at the meal understood why Jesus said this to him. Since Judas had charge of the money, some thought Jesus was telling him to buy what was needed for the festival or to give something to the poor. As soon as Simon had taken the bread, he went out, and it was night. Before we get into Judas' betrayal, we get this small prologue here that whoever accepts Jesus accepts the one who sent him, accepts the Father. And then he goes immediately from that to say, one of you is going to betray me. And John, the one whom Jesus loved, is gets told basically that it's Judas Iscariot. Everybody else doesn't know what's going on. Now, it's interesting because Judas has been with them. He is one of them. John has already told us, but we assume that he learned it somewhat later, that Judas has been dipping into the till and has sticky fingers. But that's the only thing we have heard about him other than he was called and he betrays Jesus. There's not a lot mentioned in between other than Judas saying that money should have been given to the poor. But Judas has been with them. He's been with him for years. He's been with Jesus in all of his ministry. He was with the other disciples, someone who said, let's go to Jerusalem and die with him. We don't know why Judas betrayed Jesus. I have to wonder if it was just the money. John certainly gives us some impression that Judas has a weakness for money, but we don't know. We do know that later on that he will wish that he hadn't done it. But at this point, Jesus has just washed the disciples' feet, including the feet of Judas Iscariot. And then he basically almost commissions Judas to go out and betray him. He tells him, if you're going to do it, do it quickly. Now, did Judas know that that's what Jesus meant? It seems that that's the case, that Judas realized that Jesus was on to him and yet still went on with his plan. We do know that God is able to use even this terrible act that Judas is about to commit for his glory. We know that the betrayal of Jesus doesn't lead to the end of Jesus or to the end of the story as the as the religious leaders were hoping, but it instead leads to Jesus' death on the cross, our salvation, and Jesus' glorification. 
So even terrible things, even terrible choices, God is still working his purposes out. And that's why I think that small statement of whoever accepts me, accepts the one who sent me is more important than we might think. Because all of this is part of God's greater plan. The disciples don't see it right now. John doesn't see it. Judas doesn't see it. But Jesus knows that all of these things have to take place because he knows what he is here for. And then he says, after Judas leaves, when he had gone, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man is glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will glorify the Son in himself and will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little longer. You will look for me, just as I told the Jews, so I tell you now, where I am going, you cannot come. A new command I give you, love one another. As I loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know you are my disciples, if you love one another. Simon Peter asked him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus replied, where I am going, you cannot follow now, but you will follow later. Peter asked, Lord, why can't I follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Then Jesus answered, will you really lay down your life for me? Very truly, I tell you, before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. Now, it's interesting because this section in my Bible is labeled, Jesus predicts Peter's denial. And yet, really, this section is about something more important, a higher purpose, which Jesus saying, we don't have much time. Judas just went off to betray me. The time is short. I need to tell you one more very, very important thing, and that's your definition, your reason for being should be to love one another. People should be able to look at you and the way you love one another and know that you are mine, know that you are Christians. That's what Jesus' goal is. The way we treat everyone at church, the way we treat everyone in that other church across the street that doesn't quite believe the same thing that we do, the way we treat our pastor and Boy, they are often mistreated. The way we treat the person we agree with at church, the, the way we treat person to the left of us politically who is a Christian, to the right of us politically who is a Christian, the way we treat each other defines who we are. The definition of us should be that we love one another over all other things. And then we get Simon Peter. Simon Peter, who is very sincere, Simon Peter, who does love Jesus, and Simon Peter, who means what he says when he says he will lay down his life for Jesus. And he will, but not tonight. He will, but not tomorrow. First, he's going to go through a rough time. Because as Jesus tells him, before we get there, you're going to deny me. And let's go on into chapter 14. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus answered him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. Jesus answered, don't you know me, Philip, 
even after I have been among you such a long time. Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father, and that the Father is in me? The words I say to you I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father, and I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You can ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. This is an, this is a tough night. We go from washing of feet to someone will betray me, to love one another, to Peter will deny me, to don't let your hearts be troubled, to Philip, how can you say that? It's kind of an emotional roller coaster ride here. But in this section of chapter 14, he says, don't let your hearts be troubled. Now, they're about to go through a very, very troubling time. They're about to see Jesus crucified, and they're about to spend a couple days thinking that it's all over. But he says, don't let your hearts be troubled. Before you go into this, remember to love one another and don't let your hearts be troubled, but believe in God. Believe also in me. He says, I'm going to the Father. And he's again telling them that it's a good thing that I'm going to the Father because I'm going to prepare a place for you, and I'm going there. And when I'm there, if you ask anything, we can give it to you. Philip's, show us the Father, and that will be enough. And Jesus says, you've seen the Father. You've seen the Father if you've seen me. One of the reasons, going back to that last command of love one another, is the same sort of thing, is that as people see us, they should see Jesus in us. And that's why that love one another thing is so very important. In the same way that Jesus tells Philip, you've already seen the Father because you've seen me. People should say, I've already seen Jesus because I've seen him in the church and I've seen him in God's people. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com or follow me on Twitter at Chris2x. And as always, thanks so much for listening. Is life feeling chaotic? I get it. I'm Rachel Wojo, host of the Untangling Life podcast. Don't miss the passionate encouragement and faith-based resources you need to help you clear your head and calm your heart. As Shell says, it feels like Rachel always knows what I need to hear. She keeps it real and is so humble. Her podcast is just the cherry on top. Enjoy Untangling Life with Rachel Wojo on lifeaudio.com or your favorite podcast app now.